Oh my goodness. <laughs> this podcast is back. Hello, hello. It's been a year? No, two years, probably. What is time? The last time we recorded a podcast for this show, but why do you like it? Mm-hmm. Was 2021 in wow. the midst of a raging pandemic. Yeah. And now, obviously, the pandemic is no more. <laughs> yeah. It's gone. It's totally gone. No one gets COVID. I don't anymore. know anyone with COVID currently. No one gets at all. COVID anymore. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> if you get COVID now, you're just a loser. Yeah. Obviously. Definitely. <laughs> oh, man. It's been so long. I've really missed it. I've really missed doing this show. Yeah. I think other people have missed it too. And Do you I, think so? I, for one, have missed listening to myself talk so those are the only episodes you listen to <laughs> yeah well obviously. i'll introduce you in just a second okay but we'll just keep yapping who am i it's a real <laughs> mystery um yeah it's a lot of a lot has happened i've started like another podcast mm-hmm. uh that you aren't on you mystery person yeah which is a crime yeah that's honestly prob- you're probably right yeah to be fair we um, moved states. That's true. That's uh, I did live in Maine when I started this podcast. Not me, though. <laughs> Just you. Just me. Uh, the person I'm talking to did not live there. She lived in uh, her honestly, own in so little many, world. In so many places. Yeah. <laughs> we live in a different state now. Yeah, we lived in Maine, and now we live in Tennessee again, which is where we're both from. What oh, is- and I guess I can go ahead and introduce her oh uh my first guest on this return of but why do you like it the film where you tell the film the (laughs) podcast where you tell me the film that you love that maybe not so many other people love my first guest back is Lindsay collins hello and what are you talking about today? I'm talking about Drive Me Crazy, which I, in my circle, everyone loves because I know how to hang out with cool people. Is your circle film critics and the Film Critics Society of America? No, but the film critics can suck a dick Well, as far as I'm concerned. You're probably right about that. Yeah. Probably. I am right yeah. about that and many other things, Yeah, well, as <laughs> we'll learn on this podcast. So this movie came out in 1999. Mm-hmm. We've got Melissa Joan Hart. We've got Adrian Grenier. We've got... I don't that really honestly bitch. know the other actors, They've but they've been in a lot of teen movies. We've got Brad. We've got Alicia. We've got Ray. We've got Dave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all know who and they we've, are. And, what, and what's great about this movie, and when I say great, I mean not great... Is that it's like it's a lot like other high school movies, and that like there's like a bet, or there's somebody that's like, oh, how are you gonna get them? Ali Larder. Good. <laughs> Ali Larder. That is another good one. Yes, yeah. I forgot about Ali Larder. We did it. Yeah, totally yeah. forgot about Ali Larder. Yeah, she is in this movie, she and sure she's is. Adrian Grenier's initial girlfriend. Bitch. Yeah. yeah, she is a bitch in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um. But this movie has one of those like classic high school plots of like one person is like very obviously in conventional terms a super attractive person, but the other person is like, ooh, 
gross. Also very conventionally attractive. Though, would never, yeah, would never look at them in any sort of way as attractive. Why don't I make them over? Yeah, that's my one gripe with this movie is that they make Adrian Grenier less attractive when they make him over. Because I love a makeover story. I really do. But he was so much hotter before Melissa Joan Hart gets her hands on him. So you mean like when he, uh, like when his hair was floppy yeah. and he had just like dirty boy t-shirts. Yeah, and... he looks like every guy I liked in high school. Uh, <laughs> I loved it. I was in love with him. And then when they slick his hair back and put him in polos, I'm pissed. Honestly, they put him in a fucking tan polo and it is hilariously stupid and she terrible. She dresses him like a dad <laughs> as his like first little and outfit. she makes him... Oh, wait, no. His polo's not tucked in. That's true. But... He does look like a fucking dad. He's got Full khakis. disclosure, we do have this on in the background. Yeah, we've muted. got it on in the background muted, but it's just hilarious. Mm. So, in this era, it was like prime. It was like pretty prime for high school movies because this movie came out in 99. So, around this time, you've got fucking She's All That. Yeah. You've got Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, one of my things. You've got... Um, What's Gosh. another good one? There are just so, there are so many high school movies that I can't honestly. Well, you named two great names. ones to start. So is when was uh, Amanda Bynes? When did she start to do mm, her output? That was until the two thousands. Okay. Yeah. All right. But regardless, uh, you know, when did Bring It On come out? Come out two thousand. Oh, two thousand. Yeah. The year two thousand. So, so that was yeah, right same, after. Same time. So yeah, this was like a real boom for high school movies. Yeah, but this one. Are we going to get into why I like it? Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> what really absolutely what absolutely struck you the most about this? First of all, uh just the overall vibe of the movie is like grunge kid, which I associated with. I wasn't a grunge kid, I was a poser kid um that loved like good charlotte and simple plan <laughs> but i loved to imagine myself as a grunge kid and i loved all things associated with that vibe mm-hmm. and um you know it's the coolest melissa joan hart i think has ever been i did love sabrina growing up and i thought she was cool but see when i was younger i had a crush on her from a uh, clarissa explains it all oh yeah she was she was yeah. really cool and clarissa explains it all sabrina was like more campy i feel like and you know sitcommy but I think she's really cool in this, like, very... I relate to her and her little, like, type A-ness. And right. her Like, she's the popular girl. Even though she wasn't really, like, like you in high school. No, yeah. yeah. she. But she's, like, a popular girl that actually is smarter than her group. And obviously, I am attracted to that kind of person. Um, I've adopted a lot of friends in my lifetime over, like, oh, you're just the smartest of your friends, so you're going to be my friend now. It doesn't really matter what you associate with, but... I liked her in this because she is, I relate to her type A-ness, her very, like, I want to go to this dance. Like, I I wanted to be that, too. Sure. But also loved that she was, you know, she falls for the essentially skater boy. He doesn't skate, but he is a skater boy. (laughs) He's a skater boy in spirit. Yeah. I mean, every skater boy, I graduated high school in 2009, so in that era from 2005, 6 to 2009, that's what they all looked like and so i just really love that she's smarter and she's very direct and she's like when brad doesn't you know when he asked her through a friend and then he backtracks because he fell on that cheerleader or whatever and she's on her way home from a party and she's drunk and she's like there are rules like that is definitely something i would say to a human being is like there are rules there are rules you know 
Like you, you have to follow the rules. Yeah, because she's just she's in it for the like status of it all. Like I guess she thinks he's cute, which just like when we started watching this movie earlier, I was like, why did people think? Oh, they're doing the Ario Speedwagon scene yeah. right now. Oh, one of the best. And scenes. it's also hilarious that um, the two girls in the car next to him are like, does he have a cool car? And he's listening to Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> Holy shit! Dreamboat. Sign I me mean, up to, to suck his fair, dick. <laughs> I that is appealing to me directly because I do love Ario Speedwagon, but. Um, I'm just saying, like, when she, I don't understand the Brad attraction because I've never been attracted to blondes very much, but even still, that like Zach Morris style of blonde 90s jock dude, like, yeah. never been my vibe. You were never so, a Zach Morris girl? No. Mm. No. I like the leather jacket wearing little rebel kid. That's just who I was into. I mean, I don't get the other side of it but whatever and I love that she's like kind of bored by it and he's yeah. kind of a dum-dum right and she likes the, well they used to be friends right. Adrian Grenier uh Chase <laughs> um but also she's just kind of like a little dick like in her own right she's like an asshole to her father which child pedophile whatever molester man he, he is he's a pedophile we he's, share a last name unfortunately been, yeah. um anyway but I love that she's kind of just like smart and to the point and she also starts to realize how shitty her friends are even though she realizes it when she asks him out the night they come home and she's drunk because she's like these same people who are going to be fake sympathizing with me are going to be talking behind my back whatever yeah. like she knows it's all just about she's yeah. already playing the game yeah the yeah. chess game of high school yeah, yeah. Um, and so I just respect her but also um, you know overall <laughs> this movie <laughs> she- yeah yeah, she did just chuck that book out of that balloon. She sure did. She's not having it. She's a, a boss bitch. Also, the part where Allie Larder wants uh, Chase back uh, after breaking up with Beck, the artist we all know as Beck. Yeah. It was, it was Randomly, like, Beck is in this fucking movie. <laughs> which I love. And um, but, why he felt he needed... I mean, I guess his career because was... Because it's a great movie. That's Kind of just starting. He or said, like. I should be in that movie because it's such a good I need movie. to be in fucking Drive Me Crazy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, when Allie Larder is like, oh, what are you doing here? Like she's being a little shit to him. Um, and then Melissa Joan Hart comes up and makes out with Chase right in front of her. Ugh, power move. Love that. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, oh, and the Donnas. The Donnas oh are in this. Oh my God, yeah. such a the good. The fucking Donnas are in this movie. Such a great cameo. I guess were I they guess even popular you. at that time? I was eight when this movie came out. But they call out, them so they they call the band me. the Electrocutes. Oh yeah, <laughs> which actually no, they actually have songs under the Electrocutes. Like they have their own little album under the Electrocutes. Why? Um, because it's fun. You can look it up though on Apple Music. But why is it fun to call yourself by two bands? Because they were. It was two different. It was different songs. Was it different band members? No. Well, then that's confusing. Well, it was the 90s. <laughs> oh, yeah, fine. the 90s definitely makes sense. Um, but they were so cool. And then they sing Ario Speedwagon at the dance Yeah. by the Donnas, which is so fucking cool. I love. Yeah. First of all, if you're into any kind of, like, alternative style whatsoever, I mean, we're all not 16 anymore. But if you... We were all 16 at one point, and if you were into that stuff, this movie is so appealing. I don't care if it has, I don't know what I looked up at Rotten Tomatoes, like a 27%, which is 
just a crime and rude honestly but if you can relate to that at all it's like well you are right we talked about this the other day i don't see the point in like older film critics really like reviewing a movie like this like especially older film critics like you know one and a lot of them you know are in like their 60s and maybe they can relate to like high school movies but they can't relate to like 90s or 2000s high school movies because it's just like shit was fucking different yeah and i'm not saying that makes this movie a fucking masterpiece whatever you want to say is fine about (laughs) it but i don't really understand the need to make it like I don't know. I don't understand the need to trash a movie like this, like in in your fucking film review. Well, I even if you were trying to sound, um, I don't know, you're just trying to sound intelligent by shitting on a movie like this. There are so many other bad high school movies where this one actually the storyline makes sense. There, I for me, it doesn't feel like there's any kind of like plot holes of like, well, wait, what happened here? I mean, the ending is kind of fucked up, where it's like, oh, our parents are also fucking now. I know that is that is sorry, spoiler alert for this movie that's 24 <laughs> years old. Oh, no but spoilers. The end of this movie ends with fucking Adrian Grenier and Melissa Joan Hart's parents in the movie also getting together. Yep. So because they're both like widowed or some shit. By that logic, if the parents no, get well, obviously married, Melissa Joan Hart's mom isn't widowed because she hangs out with the dad. My yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, if the Chase's pa- if mom the parents dies, end up getting married. Yeah. Well, well Chase's mom died, and that yeah. he's like doesn't talk to anyone about it. But that's like why their friendship broke up because he just like couldn't handle it, and they were BFFs in middle school. Um, and he he doesn't like talk to anyone about it. But then. Melissa Joan Hart knows that about him. Um, I want to talk about designated Dave and Dee Vine. <laughs> Dee, who lost all of her weight, and then she gets popular, and designated Dave, who meets her online, and then they're a little... That's a little side story, which yeah. is so sweet. Is I it? love that. It's so sweet. Well, because designated Dave doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. know who she is. That's true. And then she ends up being the cutie little popular girl who doesn't give a shit about the yeah, popular people that's true. and also we're in the scene now where they're at that like little drive-in and chase is like i hate these people and mm-hmm. she's like whatever you think you're so much better than them but i this is what i love about it because in high school you're like yeah i am better than them but really she's just telling him like yeah you're kind of the same like what makes you any different <laughs> you think you're better than them they think you're better like they think they're better than you um Ultimately, you have the same ideology. You're just on different sides, which is true. And you realize that outside of high school. Um, yeah, but it's I mean, I I will say that the the one thing that this movie I feel like gets right about high school is just the <laughs> the insanely hilarious like way that cliques are. Yeah. And it, it doesn't even matter. It matters nothing if your feelings are for someone outside of your clique if they are are outside of your clique they are persona non grata they are yeah. garbage they are trash yeah they don't matter even if you like fall in love with somebody in high school and they are not in the but see the clique. so we have very different high school experiences because we're nine years apart true so 
I would say for me personally, I actually floated around to clicks because I, very true to myself today, will talk to anyone who will listen to me. So <laughs> I, I, that's how. I guess that's fair. I, my best, one of my best friends, Emily, was a considered a popular girl, but she was also like mean to all of her friends when they were stupid, which in class I thought was really funny. And mm-hmm. I was like, she is funny and smart. Right. Again, back to the, you're the smartest of your crew. Right. And she and I had like some fun in middle school when we had classes together. Um, and obviously we're best friends now, but we really became close friends in college. Ultimately though, in high school, it was like, I could be friends with someone like Emily who really didn't hang out or like associate with what I used to do. Or I could hang out with Anna, my other best friend, who also used to hang out with, like, popular adjacent people. And meanwhile, I'm, like, going to Starbucks 40 minutes away to hang out with people (laughs) I met on MySpace and going to Sundown in the City um, with, like, Anna and stuff, too. But ultimately, it was, like, I'm just friends. I Obviously, I wanted to associate with the skater kids and the, like, indie sweater-wearing death cab for cutie kids. But... I would still associate with people from every clique because I didn't really, I wanted to be the cool chick that was like reading and I was like writing poetry and I'm so artsy and cool, yeah. but at my truest self, I'm just trying to like talk to people who are interesting. See, as, as far as I go, I was just uh, a stoner. You know, I was getting high. You were just a stoner. Yeah. 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 Which, you know, good for you. And that was like my own clique. And yeah. we weren't even really a clique. <laughs> no. We were five dudes. Yeah. That would get stoned. Yeah. And so, Which is sweet. <laughs> so sweet. But ultimately, this like this vibe of like, oh, we're seeing the electrocutes and we're going to this like warehouse place where a bunch of high schoolers can hang out apparently. Um, I know, was, I know. <laughs> that was my vibe, though. I mean, we did. We went to Java shows. Yeah, you went to Java shows, which, for people that don't live here, it's just a coffee shop in downtown Knoxville. Yeah, but they but, used to have shows at night because coffee. But whatever. it was not a gigantic warehouse. No, it was tiny. Where, like, most of the town comes comes to fucking back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a distraction Back to have a song in this <laughs> fucking movie. Yeah. Anyway, um, his Scientology phase. Wow. <laughs> it's just it's funny, like the small details of this movie. Like, yeah, a giant warehouse. I come from a fucking city called Oak Ridge, that is about twenty eight thousand people, and there was like the most fucking people would do on Friday nights is either go to a football game or drive around the city. There was not a damn warehouse to yeah. you know go to well, we with had, a bunch of music and another thing that this <laughs> we had metal shows we didn't have bands like the electric keys which would have been way cooler but we had the electric ballroom slash valerium slash yeah. whatever it was yeah um but they would do all ages shows yeah um and other places would too but yeah uh this was way cooler honestly i think that they Let's get back to the core of this movie, which is, you know, popular girl falls in love with alternative dude. Well, the core of this movie is what starts out in a lot of high school movies. It's like... In the 90s, especially. (laughs) We don't like each other. You're different than me. But let's team up to not be losers or whatever the fuck is the whole conceit of, you know, this. And, And who is the antagonist? 
her fucking friend Alicia. Alicia, whatever. Yeah. Um, she also a uh, a great actress of the nineties high school movies. Ten oh, things I hate was, about you. Yeah, she's she great. Was in that. Uh, oh, we forgot about ten things I hate about you. Yeah, what a fucking high solid movie. movie. Um, was she in? No, she wasn't in Can't Hardly Wait. No. no. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe in the background. I don't know. She's just around. Who knows? But she is. But a, she was the high school. The girls movie know. Queen. Mm-hmm. Not the guys don't, but the girls know she's a fucking bitch in this movie. Yeah. Because she already, like, the start of the movie, she's on the phone and she's like, "I think Brad has more classier taste than that about a red top." Like, first of all, we're talking about like what a 17, 18 year old boy. Yeah. He has no taste. He has his taste is boobs. Yep. And and like fuckable girls like that's all that matters but then when things with chase start heating up at that party when he's really drunk she like you know convinces him to she's all jealous she like makes out with him and then she's like i was testing him oof not a girl's girl just the fucking worst and and you know what melissa joan hart is mean to her she's just like you know, essentially, fuck you. I don't remember the line yeah. verbatim, but she's like, you know, go fuck yourself, which she deserves, and she's horrible, and she's like pouts the rest of the movie. But she is, oof. Yeah, like, yeah. She's, she's a great a antagonist time, yeah. because you know, yeah. I feel like it. W- it took a long time for media, especially, to catch up with like being a girl's girl, like mm-hmm. women supporting women. But this was a great example of like. This is a shitty friend, and all she wants is male attention. So, okay. So, all right. We're talking about this movie, and, like, we're comparing it to, like, other films in, like, the similar, like, high school genre. Mm-hmm. How how high or low would you rank this? Compared to? Well, like, the f- fucking other high school movies. I like- mean, high. <laughs> That's why I'm here today. I love this movie. I've previously defended can't hardly wait which Uh is another one of my faves yeah soundtrack don't get me started but and last week you made me watch how to deal with mandy moore leave me alone about that (laughs) it was great at the time rewatching it was startling anyway she loves how to deal she loves it leave me alone she doesn't want anyway she loves it this one again back to there's no plot holes all the friends tie in together um I feel like even the side stories, like, okay, so she's got the problems with her dad, and then he's at the dance at the end. Yeah. And then she's got, you know, we've got Allie Larder's character. We've right. got Designated Dave and his side story. We've got Ray asking her to the dance, and then she ultimately does have to go with him because she's not talking to Chase because he made out with bitch Alicia. Um, you want to know what's funny? Is Adrian Grenier's name is Chase in this movie? Yeah. His first name mm-hmm. in Entourage, which is what he's probably most well known for. His name is Vincent Chase. <gasps> well, that's because they're like the best character you'll ever play was named Chase. Um, but and yeah. also, what is what is the we're at a scene we're at a scene in this movie right now where all of the dudes are wearing they're matching dumb fucking glasses. It's very very homoerotic the fact that they're all matching and wearing the same sunglasses um 
and like also touching legs as they're sitting by each other. Yeah. There's yeah. something to, that to be said about like jockey men in high school that like like well, touching each other's you know, pl- parts. We won't go into how many of them did turn out to be homosexual. I'm just saying. But obviously Adrian Grenier's character is playing a part and they're all like, oh, this is when they're at the uh, water. Like they're all hanging out on those floats, by the way, for those who know the movie. Um so I'm I'm just saying like this movie to me is a perfect rom-com high school movie because I feel like it encapsulates the drama of high school and the clickiness but also keeps you interested and ties up all the storylines appropriately. And the fact that Ario Speedwagon is such a huge scene within the car and then the last song of the evening is the electrocutes singing Ario Speedwagon. Like, oh, chef's kiss. So good. <laughs> like, yes, of course we want that version of that song. <laughs> it's so good. And, you know, I just, I love that, like, like right now, Chase and uh, D are talking uh, about how they became part of this little click and yeah you know they're both too good for it because yeah. everyone's these are people who are peaking in high school um which you know again i think i like it because i relate to it in the sense of like i'm better than a lot of these people i don't care about what the, the like things it. they care about i like it in the sense that i relate to i'm better than all these people well <laughs> i was <laughs> I didn't peak in high school. A lot of people back then did. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, I think most people can... I honestly think most people can relate to, like, finding it sad when people are like, man, high school's the best time of my life. And it's like, well, that's really sad. Yeah. Because, you know, you do so much more outside of high school. Uh-huh. But, regardless. So, okay. So, we're talking about this movie, and it's on in the background. What is your ranking? Like, is it is it top three of all the high school movies that yeah, you've seen? Is it sure. top five? Top uh, three. So it's top three. For sure. Is it top two? Mm, I think I would, I would probably say evenly interesting if it's on, I'm watching it, right? Like... I don't like one more than the other. My children, my babies. <laughs> Ten things I hate about you. Can't hardly wait. And drive me crazy. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So it's just, it's, all right. So we've got that, <laughs> we've got that official ranking out of the way. Is there, is there a scene in this movie that honestly does make you like, question how much you like it is there like a scene where it's like like a you, cringe scene yeah and it doesn't even have to be cringe it can be like just genuinely like well that that threatened to take me right out of the movie mm, no no <laughs> <laughs> what scene would it be no i don't know what scene it would be no. i'm asking you no melissa joan hart executes her character perfectly okay she's in the prime of her life the, pr- the prime of her life. Yeah, this was quote friends. Melissa Joan Hart prime. Um, so with her bung eye, shout out to Fiona. Um, <laughs> she does have a weird eye in this <laughs> movie. Um, I think that, you know, she's direct and she is 
honest and she's like a badass for her role in this movie like okay. she's just like most popular girls are like I'm so shocked I fell for this dude and she's kind of just like we're dating now I'm making you over and also like how dare you betray me in this way at the end I think that she is a different like obviously she's kind of coming to realize that she likes this guy but they have a friendship that right. they reference and Do she you think that makes it better yeah, I think I love nostalgia. I'm a slut for it. So I think playing on the like we were friends once and we knew each other really well and we grew apart in high school, like that totally appeals to my personality. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's and fair. Just knowing that they, she can be very much, her character can be very much like, I'm talking to you like I would have talked to you in middle school, which is how I would like if I ran into someone I used to be friends with 10 years ago that I'm not super close with now, I would immediately ta start talking to them like how I did 10 years ago. And I just I don't have that like, oh, I don't know how to communicate with you because there's this weirdness between right. us. I don't have that right. gene. I'm just immediately like, why would you talk like that when you know who I am as a person? Um and she's also witty enough to be like bitchy to Allie Larder or, you yeah. know, stand up for herself, which yeah. I think is admirable, uh, especially, you know, from a whatever, 17 year old, I guess. Um, but I also think that, you know, Chase's character, Adrian Grenier's character uh, plays his part well. He's like shy and awkward, but like alternative and whatever. And then he kind of like comes into his own. I don't, there's no part of this that's cringy. Even the end when like he shows up and it, ugh, I hate that his hair is slicked back up. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Ugh. Um, but you know he shows up and he's it's the romantic part or whatever. Like I'm sure there's some cheesy lines, but ultimately it's exactly what I want out of a high school '90s sure. rom com. Okay. Well, so do you have an absolute favorite scene? Mm, good like question. Like one that is just so. You um. Know. Probably that, like, well, the opening scene with the sprinklers is great. I love it. Oh, you're a little alternative and you're spraying everyone orange. That's fun. Oh, I really like the the scene, the drama scene where they're all at the party and everyone's puking and, and Chase has made out with Alicia. And, you know, that's, you know. Right. Of it's, course. It's drama. Of course. Um. But I also love that scene where they're going to see the electrocutes and she makes out with him right in front of Allie Larder. Like, power move. Love that scene. Um, that is a pretty big power move. And every time I hear, I'm going to keep on loving you, I think about that well, scene. I mean, it's a great song. Yeah. And I think about them in the car singing it together. Yeah. It's probably, honestly, the first time I actually made a connection to that song. Not the first time I heard it, but I was... I probably I didn't see this movie when it came it's out. First time for it really sure. meant something to you. <laughs> I mean, so in '99 I was eight, uh, so I obviously didn't watch this movie. But when I did end up watching it, you drive me crazy, though. I mean, I did love Britney Spears. I mean, come on. I was let's, in a chokehold. Let we haven't even name checked the fucking song that goes True. with the damn movie. I mean, I mean, Britney I did Spears. Have, you drive me yeah. crazy. I just can't sleep. I'm so see, excited. I'm in too deep. See. I loved Britney Spears. She literally could have, she ruled my life at mm -hmm. that age. And so when that music video came out, it was for this movie. Yeah, it was. And yeah. I was. Weren't they both in the music video? Yes. Yeah. And I was so confused 
because I was like, I don't know who these, well, I knew it was Sabrina, but I was like, I don't know what this is referencing because I'm eight. And also I haven't seen this movie and I didn't even, you know, I'm like eight, like I'm not watching trailers. I don't know what's happening. I just love the, I was like Sabrina and Britney Spears. Yeah. Cool. And so when I finally saw this movie, probably in middle school, I loved it because, you know, whatever, Britney Spears, but ultimately it's just, it had everything I needed to love it. Cute boys, great music. Cute boys, great music. Boss bitch girls. Yeah, but I'm not saying again, that's the first time I ever heard Ario Speedwagon, but I did know I knew the song when that scene came up, and then I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cute, and I have loved Ario Speedwagon and seen them live ever since. (laughs) They're great. Ugh, this is the scene, guys. Alicia is about to yeah, make sorry, out with this Chase. Is, uh, you know, the and she's about to piss me off. If you're not a girl's girl, get out of here. The duplicitous you're not testing anyone. shitty girl is gonna, taking advantage know, of someone drunk. Try and test Adrian Grenier's loyalty to Melissa Joan Hart. Well, because she's talking to Brad, yeah. who is literally a Zach Morris knockoff. He is a Zach Morris knockoff. A poor one, I might add. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, we've got all your reasons. Okay, sure. so... You would re- you would wholeheartedly recommend this movie to anybody, even yes. like film buffs, yeah, like indie film buffs. If they didn't take their so- themselves too seriously, which okay, I feel like is an fair. oxymoron. Yeah, that's fair. Because that's indie fair. film buff is like if you self-identify as that, then <laughs> if you would say something Gross. like that, then you probably shouldn't be watching any movies. But, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you have an appreciation for what the movie is in the time it came out, like. Do I think that this movie deserves to be, like, premiered at Sundance? No. <laughs> do I think it, like, if, if you have... Do you think it should have gotten an Academy Award nomination for screenplay? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> but if you have any kind of, like, ch- teenage heart at all, and you can watch movies like Ten Things I Hate About You or Can't Hardly Wait, and you know that, like, you were one sixteen and wanted this kind of... You if know, you drama. have a teenage heart, then congratulations. You're going to be alive for longer than most <laughs> yeah, of us. Well, but I do think it's worth giving a shot. Like, I, I just don't think, and, and not to sound boomerish in any capacity, but they just, every time they make high school movies now, it just doesn't have the same feel to it. And I it don't is kind of weird. I will agree with you on it's that. It's almost it's... more cheesy, not Disney Channel cheesy, but like cheesy in that like it feels forced and it there's not as much like attention to detail with the music and the whole storyline wrapped up and all that stuff. And I think you have a really good point there. And it also, it honestly feels like anything that's like a high school movie now is like they try to force it to be tongue in cheek. Yeah. But it ends up falling flat on its face. Yeah. And not they to would say be better off they would be better off like trying to at least be sincere. Yeah. And yeah. not and not to say that I haven't enjoyed some high school movies here and there. Um I'm drawing a blank. There's that Lily Reinhart one I just watched with um Camilla Mendez. Ooh, I forget the name of it. But Emily will kill me for that. But anyway, do, like Do Revenge? Do Revenge, yes. So that like, was fucking that wasn't Neither of those actresses. Yes, it was. I thought it was, uh, what's her name? Maya Hawk and... She was in it, yeah. But I thought she was the main actress. No. 
It wasn't okay. Lily Reinhardt. You're right. It was Maya Hawk and yeah. Camila Mendez. I was like, what are sorry you talking about? Sorry about that. <laughs> I just, Lily Reinhardt and Maya Hawk hang, or I'm sorry, God, I can't, Camila Mendez. It's because we're drinking. Yeah. Uh, Lily Reinhardt and Camila Mendez hang out a lot. Anyway, it's Maya Hawk and Camila Mendez, not Lily Reinhardt. Yeah. Anyway, I think the, do revenge. I think the main I think the main problem is I got there eventually, guys. You did. Um, is the Netflixification of yes. high school movies? But like that movie, I thought was cute. I liked it. It was quick, and I was like, okay, this is fun. Um, you know, I thought it was a good idea and different. But that's not common. And when I do see more high school movies. It's more like, how many drugs are all the kids doing? And it's like, not that I don't think the high schoolers aren't doing a bunch of drugs, but when it becomes like the main focus of something, euphoria. it's like, Euphoria. Yeah. Euphoria. Because well, it's like, okay, I get it. Like, people do drugs in high school, but can we talk about, can it not be the focus of what the story is? Like, I'm watching this movie to be, it's supposed to be lighthearted and fun high school bullshit that, mm -hmm. like, the, the drama you're caught up in. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be like, the drugs everyone's doing but yeah. i feel like that's more of like a cool appeal to the younger generation of like look see we get it people do drugs and yeah. it's like okay cool they've always done drugs in oh high yeah school. no i know I, like that's never been the main focus and so yeah like even in this this movie where his dad's like are you stoned and it's like you know, yeah, realistically, sure, that character probably would have been stoned off his ass. Like, we know that. I hung out with all the skater boys in high school. They were likely stoned. But was that the main, like, t like discussion point? No. Like, we all had liking each other, bullshit, dumb, we're 17, yeah. caught up in dumb stuff. Like, that's yeah. what I want from a high school movie. Yeah. And the 90s, somehow, were able to capture that. And also play into, like, we're going to parties, we're drinking, we're doing this stuff, but it's not the focal point. Yeah. The party is just a side effect of, like, this is shit kids do in high school. Yeah. It's that's not where, like, that's where shit, I mean, that's everyone's where shit, fucked like, up. That's where shit like Euphoria loses me, because it's just, it feels forced. Like, yeah. Like, look how fucked up these kids' lives are. Mm. Look how many drugs and how much sex they have. Like, yeah, you're acting like an asshole because you're drunk, but yeah. it's not, you being drunk is not the main focus of the movie and i think that that's where the camp gets lost of like movies now they're trying mm -hmm. to be tongue-in-cheek like you said or can't be or whatever but they focus too hard on appealing and like to the younger generation and trying to be cool yeah they yeah. lose the storyline of well this is just more this feels like it's flowing more naturally because i can relate to yeah. these characters whether i did drugs or not i did not do drugs in high school but regardless i did i drank <laughs> and it doesn't matter because it's like I, me drinking in high school was not my entire life in high school and i know that some for some people that is the reality but when i watch a movie that's supposed to be more lighthearted yeah. i don't need that to be a main storyline i just need it to be a byproduct of being in high school which i think the 90s encapsulated well it's like yeah we're all at this party or yeah we're all drunk or yeah we're doing this but like ultimately it's about our feelings and the drama that happens because it's the first time you're experiencing it which is what makes the beauty that's why people want to go back to high school because yeah. it's like this is the first time i ever felt like this thing was huge and mattered and yeah it's so exactly. dramatic because you're experiencing yeah. it for the yes. first time no i agree so ultimately I think it's the nostalgia that appeals to me now. Um, but I do think it holds up. Like if 
if high schoolers today were to watch this movie, I think they would enjoy it. Okay. All right. I think they would be like, this is fun. That's a ringing endorsement. If anybody has ever needed one, I think so high too. schoolers now would probably enjoy this. Yeah. Well, you know, this was great. <laughs> yeah. Pleasure doing great. business with you. It was great to talk about this movie that I had only seen once before. But it was also great to get back into the swing of things of the show. Yeah. And what a way to, you know, kick it back off. Truly. You know. I am here to kick off every with podcast. Dr- <laughs> ever, every podcast of all time. Ever. Yes. Every podcast ever. So, you know, thank you, Lindsay. Thank you for being on the show once again. Thank you for starting it Anytime. up. In the most positive manner with Drive Me Crazy and talking about how it should appeal to all high schoolers. You are welcome. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye.